0: going on. I don't know, driver problems. Maybe.
1: Not really sure, but I uninstalled some things and reinstalled some things and rebooted a few times and it started working again. So, I'll just roll with that and I guess I just, you know, shook the right dead chicken at it. So, what's new? Nothing's new. There should be new stuff. It's been a couple weeks. Okay. Well, wow, this is gonna be exciting. Welcome to week 923 of the Crankcast. I'm Crank. That's Mike. He's picking and grinning. Grinning and picking. Twiddling around. Going widdly widdly. Are you gonna talk, Mike? No. no. Are you being a brat? Yes. Is that what's going on? You sound like you're outside. Uh, You might be hearing my fan again. I don't know. It's warm up in my office. Worm? Warm. Worm? It's warm up in my office. What have you been doing? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Same stuff as always, dude. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. You've been hiding. No, I've been trying to get a hold of you, and you blew me off. I didn't blow you off. Blew me off yes. twice last week, man. Uh,
0: not me.
1: Yep. Nope. What was going on at Challengers?
0: Uh, What was going on? At Ch- Why did I go to Challengers? Uh.
1: You don't read comics anymore, so it can't be that.
0: Kid in the studio at a sign in there. Oh. Really? Yeah. For a book or for what? Yeah, he did he was part of the like the milestone new talent initiative thing. Was that a recent thing? Oh, uh, fairly recent, yeah. Man, I need to start
1: paying attention to comic news again.
0: So he worked on that, so he was signing his book, so we went out to support him. Cool. Was it a good time?
1: Sure. Okay. Well, all right then. Sure. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're veering into like Three Stooges territory, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Have you been drinking? No. Oh, okay. I
0: think I did earlier today, but no, that's all worn off.
1: Been hanging out with your cat too much, I guess. I don't, yeah. You
0: know. Yeah. I was going to work on some songs today or practice my guitar, and I haven't done any of it. Been dicking around.
1: Yeah, I've been slacking on my drum practice.
0: You are slacking. You sluck. You sluck at slacking. Okay. Slacking. You're slacking. Uh, all right you think about that? you think about what I just told you? Not too much. What do you think about the information that I've dropped on you? I don't
1: believe you actually have.
0: Yeah, I told you. I told you a little bit about yourself. Okay. got you.
1: Do you remember a band from the mid-80s called the House Martins? Yes. That song Happy Hour has been going through my head like crazy, man.
0: What do you want me to do about it?
1: <clears throat> it's such a fun song.
0: Want me to punch you in the head? Maybe I'll get rid of it. No.
1: Oh, and I also learned how to play uh, the guitar for that song Elvis did, uh, "Marie's the Name."
0: Marie is the name.
1: Marie's the name of his latest flame.
0: Yeah. Are there any songs that people may have heard of? That did was, you? dude. That was like a, one of his
1: number one hits.
0: "Marie's the Name" was one of Elvis's number one hits. In
1: fact, you can find it on the most recent number one hits collection.
2: Mm.
1: But it was a single he released in like 64, I think. Or was it 61? might have been 61. <clears throat> or was it 64? Somewhere around there. 61, 64. Mm. That single was backed with the song Little Sister. Little Sister, I've heard of. Yeah, his version of Little Sister.
0: Little Sister, don't you? you know, yeah. Yeah. That one was well known
1: and it was a double A which was weird for a seven, uh, for a single release like both sides were considered double A
2: mm. instead of
1: being an A side B side mm. but uh yeah so it was on the flip side of the little sister single
0: you're Where, an A side
1: Marie's the name it's a fun song check it out it's got a bo Diddley beat sure. it's got like this like kind of beat on the snare Yeah. Whatever. It's a fun song. Whatever. Surprisingly simple, too. It was all chords I knew, and I don't know that many chords.
0: Well, how many chords do you know?
1: That's what I said. I don't know that many chords, and this song happened to be all chords I knew.
0: Well, well, let's think about this, Craig. How many chords are there?
1: Dude, all kinds. I got a chord book, and I still can't make heads or tails of it. minors and majors
0: and straights and variants and straights and variants? I don't
1: know what I'm saying there.
0: You, there's minor and there's major and there's varying degrees of each.
1: Right, and there's like different fingerings and stuff too.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you can play if you know the main what? I know like six chords? then, Then you know them. Like I only, i mean,
1: open chords and how to finger them—I only know like maybe, I don't know, ten. Really? Maybe. Hmm. Do you know how to do bar chords? I know what they are. Really? I—I <laughs> I mean, for one thing, dude. Again, let's go back. Most That's of my life, I, most of my life, it. I was a bass player.
0: Let's not get defensive. I'm just surprised. I, I would assume well, that then, you would. Oh, then don't lot. say it like, yeah, Really? Oh, my God. I am going to jump through this. How many years have you known me now? Well, that that implies ridicule, Mike. You should know oh, that. Oh, you'll know when I ridicule you.
1: How? You ridicule oh. me all the time. You
0: will be ridiculed. That's like your normal voice, you know? You're gonna be ridiculed now. Your your normal voice. Let me let me let me uh use your words, Mike. Let me gather together my ridiculing uh uh uh, supplies. I will ridicule you. (laughs) You're ridiculous.
1: Anyway. But it's a surprisingly simple song that's fun to play. I think I could even learn the drums on it. I was watching <laughs> some people do live covers of it. Whatever, and it's a beat that I already kind of use for stuff anyway. So I've had it. Yeah, I was, was kind of surprised. Class, uh, class but anyway, year. the House Martins—that song's been running through my head a whole bunch. House Martins. And I know they had uh, like other songs that were on the radio, but that's really the only one I remember by them.
0: Uh, no.
1: What are you doing? Trying to find Marie's name? You're not cooperating, Mike.
0: Yo, over these videos. What about the videos?
1: I like that song. Part of the reason I like that song is his voice is in my range.
0: <laughs> that's so weird, because it's not anywhere near a range that
1: sounds normal. <laughs> but that's... I, I can sing that, and, like, it's comfortable in my range. So it's like... I think... I mean, that's not the only reason I like the song. It's a good, fun song, but... And it's one of those snarkily, like, clever songs. hmm Because you think it's about one thing, but it's really about another thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you... You speak my language, Mr. Crunch. So it's like, it's got a lot of good things going for it.
0: You speak my language, Mr. Crunch.
1: But I can sing along
0: to it. And that's what oh. I want.
1: Don't
2: believe her.
1: Yeah, you know. Anyway. So, uh, I saved the baby bird this week. Well, not a baby bird. I saved the mama bird this week. The baby bird died.
0: What? Yeah. Baby
1: bird dead? Mom Mommy bird alive?
0: Died? Yeah.
1: I didn't have to do any resuscitation or anything. It just worked out that way.
2: Hmm.
0: That's sad. It was. But I figure, you know. What, how did this happen? Did you kill
1: them? No. My neighbors got, like, those covered gutters to keep stuff out of them. But at the end, they're wide enough for these little brown finchy birds to get in and make nests in the gutters. And they're clever enough to do that, but they're not clever enough to figure out that every time it rains, it washes the nest away. Hmm. But, um, so we, we had had a bunch of rain, and I guess it must have washed part of the nest and the baby bird down. And instead of just having straight down gutters, he's got, like, this compartment that catches stuff so he can clear it out. And, um, I was out on the porch smoking, and I, when birds birds get trapped there frequently enough that I I'm not surprised by this, um... So you can hear them, though. They they get all franicky and wings fluttering and brushing up against the sides of the metal and stuff like that. Um, so I went over and, and pulled the catch out to let the bird out so it wouldn't die. And then after the bird flew off, I looked inside the catch, and there was a dead baby bird and a bunch of bits of nest and stuff. Gross. Yeah, that was sad.
0: Thanks for bringing us all down. Oh, well, you got to look at the glass
1: what? half full. What?
2: I've never seen you, Tom. I literally never seen you like this. I'm in love. What? I'm in love. Oh. Ah. I know. I love Hertz. I love birds. This is electric vehicles. It's everything. One oh. in of the love that he just found. it's a That wasn't a hit. Uh
1: mm-hmm. I don't know if it actually hit number one, but it is on the number one hits collection. Hmm. But um, I think it actually only made as high as, like, number two. But it was a pretty, you know, that's pretty good for when it came out. So. But anyway, half glass full, Mommy Bird alive.
0: Yeah, but Baby Bird dead.
1: Right, but Mommy Bird can have more Baby Bird.
0: Oh, that's a good point. You bring up a good point. Yeah. A baby bird was the was the the next generation.
1: Yeah, people put a lot a lot more weight on the next generation than they really should. I think you know. I mean, if a kid dies, sure, it's sad, but that kid really didn't experience nearly as much as if you know an adult died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're losing all the experience of the the adult if an adult dies. And not that kids aren't important as well. I'm just saying that people kind of. I think it's so much more of a sad thing when a kid dies versus an adult dying. I think it's just equally as sad, really.
2: Mm.
1: But from a practical standpoint, I think the adult's more valuable.
0: Interesting. We're learning a lot about you. Whatever. (laughs) Uh,
1: Anyway, but that was my good deed for the week. I saved a bird.
0: You did save a bird. Good for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Monster,
1: I'm not. I'm not the one that killed the other bird. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it died because it got washed down into a thing because yep. its parents were not yep. smart enough to not build a nest in a gutter.
0: Say you say that. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: let's cap this off with one last thought. Okay. Think of the horror of that bird being stuck there with its dead baby for however long it was stuck there. Hmm. Imagine being trapped with your dead baby. Okay. That's pretty horrific, man. I don't know I mean, I don't know how birds process fear.
0: Been there done that.
1: Or horror for that matter. Well you are big fans of horror. Pardon?
0: They're big fans of horror.
1: Birds? Birds. They even started a movie.
0: Yeah, they had their own movie.
1: And those crows in Resident Evil were, you know, pretty terrifying. Not really. But Spooky. They, they got the spooks. They were scarier in the game than they were in the movie. Spooks. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. Spooks. So I, I had to pay the revenueers this week. Oh, did you? Yeah, my estimate. Estimates, I, I mean, I guess I understand because it's the equivalent of your, because you're, if you're employed in regular employment, your employer pays stuff, I don't know, weekly or monthly or whatever, you know, how you it comes out of your paycheck. Mm-hmm. So the government's getting a constant influx of money from that. And so they I guess they figure if you're self-employed, you should be doing the same thing, but they break it up into quarters instead of however often regular employers have to pay their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it, but man, it's one thing to see, like, I don't know, whatever percentage of your paycheck comes out. And then it's a whole other thing to have to pay, like, $1,500 to the government. <laughs> like in one fell swoop you know mm-hmm. yeah well and you just kind of watch your
0: bank account go
2: Brrr.
0: yeah i know it's um it's not... how about when you have to do it every month and it's when you're not making any money and you still have to pay <laughs>
1: you pay your estimates monthly
0: yeah how come because that's what my accountant does
1: huh i wonder how that helps is that because you're incorporated Oh man. Hmm. Because yeah, I'm I'm just set up by paying quarterly.
2: Hmm. But I don't
1: know. I mean, I don't know that there. That's just the way my account always did. So I never knew there was another way.
0: me. All I know is that I'm losing money hand over fist. So you people better give me some money. <laughs> go buy me some com. Go buy my comics or go like send me some. Send me some money. Send me some money on
1: PayPal or a coffee. Coffee. Kofi? I think it's coffee. Coffee? <laughs> With those weird spellings, it's hard to tell. It's really?
0: like... give me some goddamn money,
1: people. It's like the Siffy channel, you
0: know? Why won't people give me any money, Crank? Uh... Oh, don't worry about it. Uh... I just got an email from Marvel. Hold on. Let me look. <laughs> uh, accounts payable. Account... Please review the attached statement for payments process. Okay. You owe them money. Uh, oh, <laughs> look at all these. Oh, look at all this, uh, this, uh, what do you call them? Royalties? Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Road to Annihilation, Deadpool, uh, New X-Men, Star Wars. Any gravity stuff? Young Avengers, uh, Years of Future Past. Oh. Uh, okay, okay, payment grand total, $19.67. Woo, that's something.
1: Hey, that it all adds up, though.
0: Give me some money. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to have to sell some of these guitars. Yeah, yeah. Sell the ones you don't like. And I'm thinking about it. You know, I really love how pretty this uh, 335 is, but god damn, it is not the funnest thing in the world to play. How come? I, it's just, it, it's it got a big, chonky baseball neck and... Uh, oh, like a D-profile or whatever? And it, it's just... Is it wide neck? I don't mind wide necks. It's not really that wide, actually.
1: I finger chords better with a wide neck.
0: Um,
1: I've noticed. Well,
0: I, I'm used to Fenders. So I don't mind a small neck, but um,
1: like uh, on my on my nylon string because it's I get you know a classical guitar or whatever. It's got a wider
0: neck than. Okay, we get it. String. You like you like you got you, you got culture. You have a nylon string guitar. Okay. You don't? No, I don't. That's surprising.
1: you get a is lot it? of guitars.
0: Oh, uh, that's true. I <laughs> to just get it to have it. I'm just not surprised dick. you don't have one. That's all. My dick. My dick is what you're saying.
1: I, um... But it, it's got a wider neck, and it's... it's. I mean, part of it, the nylon strings are less tensiony too, so it makes it easier. But I've really got to work on my transitions. I'm bad, I'm bad with some chord transitions. Like, if I go from a, what
0: is it, like a G? Uh, if you don't know how to play, then chord transitions are like the first big hurdle. Yeah.
1: Like a G to a, I think it's a C? C minor? Oh, oh, C minor? Is it C? I'm trying to think. G to a C is almost the same chord. That shouldn't be hard. But It's not the C where you're fretting like you, where you're keeping the same finger position like you would with a G. It's the one where you throw your first finger all the way back to the first fret. Yeah. And it's like if you're going from a, a G, like a regular G, where you're fretting everything basically on the third and the second, and then go back to like a 3 2 1 kind of thing, or a 4 3 1? Three, 3 2 1. I don't remember. But anyway, I have to reverse my hand, and it. I go from using my middle finger to my third finger for the root, and it, I, I, I fumble over it. I use that chord in the. um... Let's
0: practice.
1: I use that chord at the end of the What Is It For song. When it's just on the, the big chorusy thing over and over. G to C? It goes da 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 That third chord that I use, and then back into the G again. But even trying to get from the second chord to the third chord, like I, that's why I, I had to. I couldn't do straight chords. I had to kind of half appregiate them. Because I could get my root finger, my finger over to the root, but I couldn't get the rest of the chord fretted in time, so I just kind of arpeggiated it instead.
0: You could do a C add nine. I don't know what that is, Mike. Okay, if you make, are you doing? Do you have a guitar with you?
1: Not handy, not in reach.
0: A C add nine is just a G chord, except you move your middle and index fingers over a string.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I could have done a C, or, like, a C, like, uh... Where, okay, with the G, how you're fretting on the, the first string, there's another... The C, you do you, you move your... From the sixth to the fifth in the same position? Yeah. Yeah, I could do that C, but that's... I, I didn't want that C, because it's too bright. I wanted the C with my finger... You wanted regular
0: C, which is...
1: Which is backwards, like, with that first finger fretting on, like, the first fret. Because I wanted that... That down thing.
0: Uh, okay, so, well, wow, yeah, that's.
1: Uh, because if you look at the progression of the you chords. Only,
0: yeah, that only comes from doing it a lot, because I can't even. That was a. Yeah, that's. that's
1: I fumble, I fumble over that a little bit. Like, yeah. But part of the reason I wanted that, too, besides just the. I like the, the lower key sound, is that if you follow the what the fingers are. Fretting on the uh, the B B string, it's going in a descent, like through that chord progression, and I like that because it's it's picking out a it's part of the chord picking out a descending note pattern. So, and I thought it sounded interesting. It was interesting to my ear. So yeah, you're gonna sell that ES three thirty five, huh?
0: Who wants an ES-335 from Memphis? It's the one on the Memphis ones.
1: I don't know what you mean when you refer to that. You mean it was made in Memphis? Mike, focus.
0: What? Focus. I'm focusing. What do you you want? (laughs)
1: What do you mean it's from Memphis? Like it was made in Memphis?
0: Yeah, Memphis era. But from the plant in Memphis before they closed it the down. What year's that then?
1: Uh nineties? Oh, okay. Was that the one that got flooded out? Was that the one that got flooded out? Probably. Huh. Interesting. So yeah. Mike's blue E S three three five. I'm just assuming it's blue. I don't actually know that it's blue. Okay. Anyway. I watched Shazam 2. Yeah, how was it? I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I liked the first one better, but this was a good follow up. Okay. I thought. And then, were we, we were talking about a. Uh, oh, What's the guy's name that did Dog Soldiers? Directed Dog Soldiers, Neil Marshall.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We were talking about Neil, Mar- Neil Marshall. Was the movie we were talking about? Because I hadn't seen it yet, and you were telling me about it. Was that the one with the, um uh, his wife in a bunker? Is that his wife? I think it's his wife, or his partner, or something like that. The Lair? Huh? The Lair? The Lair? Yeah, yeah. yeah I watched
0: that too. Yeah. He was kind like, of the same movie, isn't it? As Dog Soldiers? Sort of.
1: Yeah, kind of. I mean, he was really going, like, even from the titling, he was really hammering home, like, an 80s vibe kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it's abso- it's really extreme as it's, far as that goes. Because
1: um, he was using Albertus for the titles, but, which is popularly associated with Carpenter. But, but, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was all right. I mean, it was a good popcorn flick. And I haven't seen dog soldiers in a long time, so I can see where it is I mean it's people trapped in a thing and they have to fight off monsters like
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's almost like um oh, what do you call it in a video game where you're stuck in a spot and they just swarm you like a raid I guess mm-hmm. you know what I'm I talking you know what I'm talking about yeah. in video games right like. Yeah, what do they call that? I think in MMO, MMORPGs they call it a swan, or a raid.
2: Mm.
1: But basically, you're stuck in a spot where just monsters keep spawning and coming after you.
0: No, it's not called a raid. Like a um, what do you call it? Waves of it's like a, a horde. What do they call that? Nah, who cares?
1: Yeah, whatever it's called. But yeah, it's. So, I mean, it's got, like, similar aspects to that, but... I don't know, I thought it was fun. It was a little unlikely. <laughs> like, a little unlikely,
0: unlike the werewolf.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I could buy the werewolf one easier. You, know? you can't
0: buy shit,
1: dog. Yeah, I know, I just paid the revenuers. Man. They don't leave me enough to set myself up with a retirement fund.
0: Mm, that's... that's- America.
1: Hey, ain't that America? For you and me?
0: <laughs> my my friend Ron uh, posted this interview with John Mellencamp talking about how he, would, like in the beginning of his career, would get kicked off of tours opening up for people because he would get in fights. And I guess he beat up Benjamin Orr from the cars. Really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> like. Oh no! I guess he was an asshole. It sounds
1: like he was an asshole. Huh? I thought you were going to say something like he got kicked off stuff for being un-American or something like for making fun of America.
0: But, sounds like just a dick. Huh. <laughs> he seems proud of it. Well, maybe
1: James Orr was a dick. Maybe he needed that, to get get his eye dotted.
0: That, that guy's dead.
1: It's not nice. Well, wasn't nice of him to be a dick, either.
0: But you just made that up. Well, I, I'm just saying, man.
1: We don't know the circumstances.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I mean, uh,
1: you know, Mellencamp has always seemed like a fairly nice fella. I don't know anything about Or. Except that him and, and the other members of the cars would get into it.
0: Oh, so maybe he just gets in fights with people.
1: I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I know there was a lot of friction between, like, ore and, and, and ocasic and stuff like that. Like, mm. From what I've read. But, yeah, you're right. Shouldn't speak ill of the dead. Stop speaking ill of the dead. Um, I'm hoping I didn't make a mistake. See, I had to use up a bunch of credits because they were about to expire. So I just rented a bunch of stuff real fast. And
0: you rent stuff from what? Amazon video.
1: I had a bunch of Amazon credits that were set to expire. Where do you get Amazon credits from? Like, if you delay... Sometimes they'll offer them to you if you delay your shipping, or whatever. Or if you group stuff on Amazon Day. And... <clears throat> they don't offer it on everything, and I've never figured out the pattern to what they offer. If there is indeed a pattern. But... Mm-hmm. A lot of times, if I don't care about getting something like real quick, I'll just go ahead and take it because they'll give you like a buck fifty, two bucks in credit, you know, like to to rent movies and stuff, and it adds up. So I had like twenty something dollars to use up, or it was going to expire in like a week. So I rented a bunch of stuff, and and I was down to my last bits of credit, and I was like, "Hmm, Black Adam or the Batman?" And I went, I wound up getting the Batman, but I'm starting to think maybe I should have got Black Adam instead.
0: Really? You don't like the Batman?
1: I feel like they've really, uh, they really... Uh, they Batman movies aren't fun anymore. No. And you yeah. know, I'm not a big fan of Pattinson Pattinson, Pattinson. Pattinson? Whatever his name is. Pattinson. Pattinson. I'm not a huge fan of him. I think he's pretty okay. Good,
0: wooden. Okay, that, that's fair.
1: Um, Which, okay, I mean, you know, it's okay to be wooden if you're Batman, I, I guess. You know? Sure. Uh-huh. But, I don't know. It just seems like... I, I I think maybe I in retro, or thinking back on it, I would have had more fun watching... I haven't watched Batman yet, so I don't know. I might really like the Batman. But I think I would have had more fun watching Black Adam.
0: Uh... I liked the Batman more. Okay. Uh, Black okay. Adam is... Kind of a nothing of a movie, okay. But I mean, you could still have fun with it.
1: Hmm. Well, maybe I'll do all right then. I might watch that tonight after we get done. Does he ever say I'm the Batman?
0: Uh, I don't think he does say he's the Batman.
1: Oh, that's because he's Black Adam. Why would he
0: say he's the Batman? Hmm. Does he say, it's your boy, Batman? He does say that. He does go, it's your boy. It's your Batman. It's your boy. Yeah. I mean, the the coolest thing about Black Adam is Dr. Fate, so it doesn't really bode well for your movie, right? Um... I don't know. Is,
1: is that Pierce Brosnan? Is Dr. Fake
0: Pierce Brosnan? Pierce, it's Perse Brosnan. Hmm. What
1: do you think about that? I, I like Pierce Brosnan.
0: Mm, do you?
1: I think he has an understated sense of humor about him.
0: Understated sense of humor about him? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And I've seen
1: some movies of his, especially in later... Era Pierce Brosnan. I've seen movies of his. I've really liked. Like, there was this one about people who were these people who were all getting ready to jump off of a ledge
0: under the stairs. No, they were getting ready to commit suicide. They were living under the stairs.
1: No, were. were they
0: the people under the? Are you talking about the movie The People Under the Stairs? No, I think I'm talking about something
1: called like Roof Jumpers or something. I don't know what it was called, but I don't remember. But it was a good movie. It was a surprisingly, you know, funny movie. Funny. They all sort of band together when they decide not to com- jump off the roof, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they uh, they support each other and help each other. And it's you know it's pretty good. Oh, I liked it.
0: It's like you and me supporting each other.
1: Is that what we do?
0: Mm, I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Oh, you know it's true.
1: Mike, you know it's true.
0: Say we support each other. We support each other. That's right, we do.
1: Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep, I support you. That's for sure. Blarg. Blarg. Hey, is uh, um 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 the Misfits of Jackson, Tennessee, out yet?
0: The Rockouts, Jackson, Tennessee, out yet? It is in some stores. Oh, really? How's that working? It's if you ordered from Diamond. Where else I think it? it? Oh, that's right. We, if, we have multiple distributors yeah, again, don't we? Yeah, if you're like every other store that doesn't use Diamond anymore, then, well, that's not true. A lot of stores still use Diamond. But, um, uh, it comes out the July Fourth or something like that it comes out on America's birthday.
1: Oh, really? How did For the fifth? Or what, something like that. Why did Diamond wind up distributing it? Distributing it earlier.
0: I don't know. I don't know why it worked that way. Huh? I just know oh, it was real annoying because I was setting up a signing and then I had to move it back a week.
2: Oh.
0: Sorry. So. Where are you signing at? Yeah. I am signing at Comics Universe in Jackson, Tennessee, where it all began.
1: Apropos. Hmm? Do they remember Little Mike?
0: Uh, uh, no. Well, I don't know. I don't know who remembers Little Mike. I mean, Little Mike was never really little. He was always a large man.
1: Right. Well, I guess I meant young, young comic buying Mike.
0: Pre young com- No, they. I comic uh, pro Mike. Uh, uh mrs miller does not says she remembers me but she does not i, I it's very nice of her to say that but i know that she do, did not remember me and uh i remember one at one point when i went there uh uh for my mom's funeral i went to the store and uh And reintroduced myself and said that I could sign comics if she wanted. And she said, oh, we don't have any of your comics. (laughs)
2: So
0: so now I'm going back. And she said she has ordered some of them. Well, that's nice of her. Well, it would suck if I showed up and there were no Jackson, Tennessee books for the store in Jackson.
1: You better bring some of your comps with you. (laughs)
0: Oh, I'm bringing, I'm bringing stuff with me, yes.
2: Yeah.
0: So if you listen to the show and you are near the Jackson, Tennessee area, which that Venn diagram is uh, probably two circles on different parts of the planet.
1: On either side of the paper.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, then please come out on Saturday, July the 8th, and I will sign something for you or maybe give you a hug.
1: Or, you know... He might roast some hot dogs and give you one. I might what? Hot dogs? I don't know. I'm just trying to add some appeal here, man.
0: I I will tell you all of the cool places to go in Jackson, which I can't because I don't know any of the cool places. I didn't know the cool places when I lived there. Hmm. Well, you knew the comic shop. Well, when I... (laughs) When I lived there, Comics Universe was not Comics Universe. It was Martial Arts World. <laughs> art, and sports. Yes, they, was, they sold a wide variety of uh, throwing martial Throwing stars. Art, throwing stars and uh, wooden swords. And I, I can't remember, but I'm sure they had regular swords. But my parents wouldn't let Jeremy buy a regular sword, which was Put probably... Yeah, it's probably a reason why I am alive. Um, <laughs> but they gave him every other weapon. As long as it was made out of wood, they gave it to him. So he had all of the ninja weapons and a fair amount of throwing stars.
2: Ah, the
1: throwing stars.
0: Yeah, so he had a bunch, and he got his ninja outfit there, too. He had a full-gear ninja outfit. Uh, he went all out, then. yeah. And meanwhile, they had an entire wall of comic books, which was hard to do in the late 80s. And there weren't a lot of comic stores that even had that. Um,
1: Wait, so it was a martial arts store slash comic shop? Yes. Huh.
0: Interesting. He slowly started selling comic books. And then, uh, I don't know, because I was getting them at a place called the Book Nook, and that was in South Jackson, and then it there it moved. They moved everything over to Martial Arts World. And I don't know if the Millers had something to do with that bookmark or what. Uh, either way, I uh, we would go out there every. It wasn't it wasn't weekly my parents wouldn't take me weekly. It was like a special occasion thing. But I did get a pull list with them, which became a problem because. Uh, Eventually, I stopped buying comics, and a couple years later, he called back (laughs) and said that I had accumulated quite a pull list,
1: like three thousand dollars worth of comics or something.
0: Uh, Well, it was it may have been a couple hundred, yeah, which is hard to do in the late '80s. Uh, so yeah, and so uh, because of that, I always thought that the Millers did not care for me, and maybe they didn't.
1: Maybe they still don't. Maybe they're just luring you in.
0: Or maybe they just didn't even remember a stupid kid, you know, <laughs> right. because they had actual people that were paying for comic books. Exactly. And I'm putting a lot of baggage on something that never happened.
1: Exactly. Did you uh, print out some t-shirts for the event?
0: I did not print out any. T- I, I have t-shirts on the store, but I just have the one that I have for me
1: time to go to the thrift store grab some white shirts and a sharpie
0: yeah, yeah I can do that make your own rock god shirts man mm-hmm.
1: unless you, you know, want to go the full route and get yourself a screen press
0: um, so yeah Rafer's coming into town next weekend
1: oh yeah what for
0: uh, the American Library Association convention is in town Oh, okay. So we're going to be signing the book there uh, on on Sunday at three, I think, two okay. or three. We're going to be at McCormick Place signing copies of the book here in Chicago. So if you go to that, that's a pretty specific marketplace, I would think.
1: I didn't know they actually uh, did like signings of those things.
0: Yeah, I think I thought that's all they. I don't know know. Uh, because I thought the um, whole thing
1: was about you know getting books in the recommended books in the hands of librarians and stuff like that, like oh, wait, did you say it was the librarian thing or just the booksellers conference
0: anyway, uh it's librarians and booksellers, okay, yeah.
1: Well that reminds me, I have a thing, a link to send you for something coming up in Chicago I thought you might be interested in, maybe?
2: It's
1: called the Fretboard Summit. Uh,
0: I've heard of that. And they just, uh, it's, it's all about music stuff. I've heard of the Fretboard Summit.
1: Is that the... Their tagline is, if guitars are your thing, this is your weekend. And Mike, is this, guitars are oh, your thing.
0: Oh, kind of my thing. Yeah. Maybe I'll go.
1: Uh, it's it's in August, uh, 24th to 26th.
0: Jeff Parker, the comic art comic writer and artist?
2: Oh, uh, well, I don't know.
0: Three days. How much is this? I have no idea. I didn't look. <laughs> $350. Okay, maybe it's not your thing. Live performances, workshops, hands-on demos, guitar showcase, jams, after parties. Yeah, okay, no no problem. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> well, single day pass, $150.
1: Wow. That's worse than a uh, comic convention.
0: JHS Live, you'd like that. Yeah. Not for that much money. Uh, uh, I don't know a lot of these people.
1: I don't know. Like I said, there's like workshops and shit too, you
0: know. Yeah, let me see what the workshops are.
1: But, um... Maybe it's not your thing. I just... I heard about it Actually, I heard about it on JHS. So... On their uh, YouTube channel. I said, hey, Mike lives in Chicago. He might be interested in this. But if it turns out you're not, then whatever.
0: Well, it's in August, and that seems like that would be... Pretty good. Where... Oh, come on, tell me... It's a Jorma Coken. Why do I know that name? I don't know. Tommy Emmanuel. I know that guy. He's kind of like a wizard. Like a I'm magic a wizard? Yeah. Mm. Who's yours?
1: Is he a wizard of
0: speed and time? I am the wizard of speed and time... So it doesn't have a listing of the. Uh, Maybe I misunderstood.
1: Are, are there workshops?
0: <laughs> well, it says workshops. Okay.
1: My so mom has been attending virtual, uh, virtual mandolin workshops since the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've
0: done a couple of those too. Uh, the, the one I paid for was really embarrassing because I didn't realize it was in, uh, it was in England. So it started at like four in the morning. Oh. And I did not take that into account. So I missed a good portion of it. Yeah. But luckily, they record it, so.
1: Oh, so you still get to see, like, what they're demonstrating or whatever.
0: Do you remember
1: the first time you sat in front of, like, a live band and, and like, the, the loudness of it? You know,
0: I've been trying. Uh, you, I, 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 I try periodically to remember what my the first show I went to is, and I can't. I don't remember.
1: See, for me, before I even ever went to a show, I, I was probably twelve, and me and my friend Brian went to go to a somebody he knew from school because he was he's like three years two three years older than me, so he was already like, you know, people playing in bands and stuff before that. And uh, but this was in our neighborhood, and he, and he took me over there, and, and it was actually wound up being like guys that we started playing with later. And um, but it was, we went and watched their band practice, which they, it probably was <laughs> terrible. But it was downstairs. That the, would be it. Yes, it was downstairs in the that house, and we we went down there, and then I, I had never been in front of like really loud amps and a, a live band. That would game. be
0: yeah. You you just did it. You you rock god me. <laughs> that, that, that yeah that was def that would definitely be it it would be johnny malone's band uh doa in the bottom of his uh his house in his basement yes
1: yeah this band it, the lead guitar player was uh kirk hunter was his name and the name of the band was wrong way
0: and yeah, they they had, they had stolen,
1: they had stolen a wrong way street sign and hung it up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it, was uh, it was Johnny Malone and Michael Honan, and uh, forget who played uh, bass and drums.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember who played bass with this outfit. The, the drummer's name was Chuck, and and he actually wound up playing with us later. And I think the other guitar player's name was Rob Riffy. I think he was in that, and he he wound up playing with us later too. Or we wound up playing with it. it we all wound up playing together. That's what I mean to say, I guess. Um, in our our first high school band, Darkhold. Darkhold? Yeah, I named it. <laughs> got it out. Of, you know, I got it out of the Marvel universe. The, you know, the Marvel handbook.
0: Really? Yeah. So it was Darkhold with an E at the end.
1: No, no, it was without the E. Oh. It was just Darkhold uh um, spell it wrong like 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 death Leopard. but i yeah i just i pulled the name from the marvel handbook and nobody else had anything better so that's that's what it was <laughs> that's funny and uh but yeah yeah that first time man i remember going down there and i'm just sitting there on the on the carpeted floor you know the just carpet over cement <laughs> or whatever and uh and then they started playing, and I I just felt that thump of the bass drum yeah, in my gut.
0: Yeah. You saying that, you mentioning a house show really did, that really did hit it home for me. I mean, that's, I mean, we started a band right after that. Yeah. And just the, the sheer,
1: it. it's like, you know, I, I had never experienced that kind of thing where sound could actually shake my body. Mm-hmm. And then, so it was just, it was
0: magic, you know? It was like, wow. They <laughs> played Cold Gin, I remember that. I
1: think, I'm trying to remember what they played. Uh, they played uh, a... They played a Led Zeppelin song. I think they played, uh, The Ocean, I think. That's in, uh, that's in, uh, that's in our book. And then they also played a Van Halen song, but I don't remember which one. But I, I, I know it was a Van Halen song. In the name
0: of rock,
1: but yeah, I, I was thinking about that today because I was I was playing around on my amp and there's that feeling you get that you don't get from like plugins and stuff or, or like simulated sure. cabinets. Yeah, that thing where you turn up your amp and, and to make a joking reference, it really is like like the beginning of a Back to the Future or something. You know? Yeah, I you, get that. You turn up your amp and you feel like it's about to get. You start playing. Not, not that you get blown across the room, but you feel like it's about to get dangerously out of control. <laughs> you know? That, like, something's just going to go boom or something at any minute.
2: And, and all, there's I a weird it.
1: joy to that that kind of feeling. I get it. I get it. And uh, that, that put me in mind back to, like, that first time. And I'm like, yeah, that, that kind of changed my life. I think I might have already... But that was early on. I can't remember if I would actually gotten my base at that point. Or if... it was just me and Brian just talking about starting a thing because he had gotten like a guitar for Christmas or something. But yeah man that's one of those things it's like there's a lot of firsts I can't get back. Like I I don't really I I know they happen but I don't really feel the thing. Huh?
0: Like meeting me?
1: Oh no I remember that pretty well. I liked you from the get go.
0: But you can't get that back. You no. can't have
1: that experience again. No, I'll never meet you for the first time again. Yeah.
0: do you? Does that bother you? Nah, I still talk to you.
1: <laughs> but that uh, that experience, that that first loud live band experience, like, still rings true to me. Like, I feel it still. You know, I don't even remember my first kiss, but I can remember that first live band experience. Really? Yeah. And I, I mean, I can still re am I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm thinking about it. Like, that shaking in my gut and stuff. It's like... That was just... That, it was a turning point for me. You know? Mm. I, and I guess my first kiss wasn't a turning point for me. <laughs> mm. I don't even remember who the—who it was. Like,
0: don't remember
1: who it was. I don't remember when it happened or who it was. I remember a lot of different kisses, but I don't remember that one. Probably wasn't exceptional, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, man. I like music. Good. I like that you like music. Music's good, you know. I like it. I dig it. Music is good. I dig it. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Anyway. I'm happy for you. Uh, I'm almost, uh, aside from uh, lyrics and maybe attempting a melody, uh, I have finished one of them. The uh, dreamy one you were working on? I think so.
1: <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> what? I don't remember. I don't remember it. Oh, okay.
2: I'm
0: ba- I'm ba- Stop it. Stop crying, you dumb cat.
1: He always shows up towards the end of our shows.
0: He really does. He likes it. Uh, also, we don't have any email since you just said near the end of our show. I, I looked and we don't have email. Oh okay. That cat, that cat's got timing.
1: Yeah, I was going to dig back in and start fleshing out some of those arrangements again. I'm trying to finish up another music thing real fast.
0: Well, I think I think what I'm doing might uh, bring up ideas for you. Okay. Um. And I'm not. I don't have. I don't have much of a range. So uh, if you feel like uh, singing any of what I came up with, that's that's not a problem.
1: Okay. Oh, and just so you know, I don't know if I told you the uh, the what is it for song. The main verses I had actually I wrote those and I wrote the melody to that with your you singing it in mind. Oh, okay. So, so I was trying to stay down in the range of stuff I've heard you sing before. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, I don't have much of a range.
1: Well, like I said, I mean, your voice reminds me a lot of, like, uh Dinosaur Jr. guy. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, Uh yeah. <laughs> Which,
1: it, I'm not saying that's not a... That's not an insult. No, you're
0: people. not wrong. I mean, that's I think uh, uh, the thing is, it's out of me. For me, it's a necessity. For him, it's like that's his voice. I mean, that's how he talks.
1: <laughs> well, then I guess it's a necessity. Yeah, for Yeah, Dave Matthews
0: has that kind of like whiny nasal voice. For me, it's just like that's the only way I can have something that doesn't sound terrible.
1: the <laughs> out. But um, so yeah, just you know, just so you know about that. I, mm-hmm. I had intended for
0: you to sing that one. The verses. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I will take that into consideration.
1: Are you, uh, uh Liberace now?
0: No. That's not, that's more of like, uh, uh, Steve Martin's Rupert character from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Ah. Well, thank you. A fine
1: Got an issue? Here's that issue. A father. Tissue. A father. All I'm picturing is just his face when he's going to the bathroom. And on-
0: Yeah. A fine
1: um, girl. Speaking of old stuff, I saw a weird thing the other day. I happened to have the TV on while well, I was doing, like, on regular TV. What well, was it? And it was an episode of Samford's Son that was a two parter, for one thing. <laughs> And oh, which one was that? Well, they went to Hawaii and got mixed up in a
0: diamond heist. I do not remember a episode, and I do not remember a two-parter.
1: I didn't. I've never seen this one either. And I mean, it's not like I've, I've seen. I don't claim to have seen all of Sanford and Son episodes, but I've seen a lot of them growing up. You know.
2: Yeah,
0: I I love Sanford and
1: Son. But it was just it was so weird seeing them out in normal lighting and not stage lighting. Yeah. And running around like outside in hotels and stuff like that yeah. yeah it was a very strange thing to see that and go oh this is... and and the laugh track was surprisingly minimal mm-hmm. um I mean, it was still there, but it was like it didn't seem like it was as present as it was like in the studio episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it must have been canned, so maybe they actually did
0: film live oh, and
1: they actually had a studio there that laughed at stuff,
0: huh, oh he is being sweet oldman. Little monster. He is a monster. Yeah. He's a monster. Um, I'll turn the camera on so you can see. Did you? I will, no, I will. I'll turn it on. Look oh, right monster. Oh, <laughs> wow,
1: he's a lot bigger than I thought he was.
0: Yeah, he's a big, big monster. Look oh at him looking at me. He's so fuzzy. He's a big, softy. Big Shofty, watch what happens when I try and take my he's, hand away. He's
1: twitching his tail, dude. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's trying, yeah, I try to take my hand away. He's like, nope. Big Shofty. How do
1: you not have scars all up and down your hand with him bite you all the
0: time? <laughs> I do. I have cut all over my hands.
1: Is that a black SG or a blue SG? It's blue. Okay. It looks black in
0: that lighting. Yeah, I mean, I only have blue and black guitars.
1: I'm glad to see you still have the sparkly blue Dan Electro.
0: I I couldn't get rid of it. I like it.
1: I I love that sparkle blue on there. That's
0: really uh, pretty. uh, The the Rick is easier to play as a 12-string. Okay. And the reason why is because that neck is so freaking small. (laughs) It's like, that's weird. All the strings are so close together, and it's like, that makes 12-strings so easy to play. But...
1: That Danelectro was in the 90s, right?
0: Yeah, that makes sense, because, yeah, I got it after I graduated high school.
1: Like, I don't know what the bridges were like back then. I know they made them more adjustable now, but I, I seem to remember older Danelectros having a pretty basic bridge to them.
0: I think it's wood.
1: Yeah, like it didn't even have saddles, like...
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's just a wood bridge, yeah.
1: That's probably part of it, too, because I bet that Rickenbacker has a better, better setup, or easier to set up bridge, like...
0: Oh, yeah.
1: See, so you've got a uh, see, so you've got a poster of scales and stuff back there.
0: Oh yeah, I I take this stuff seriously. I try to study it.
1: Yeah, I'm not just, me. I play by ear.
0: <laughs> I used to play by ear.
1: I just never. I I mean, like I said, I've got a chord book, and I look through it sometimes when I'm like, I like I this chord, but I want see, it to sound different.
0: <laughs> I want to see how far I can get, and so far, uh, not very far.
1: So, <laughs> I mean, you understand more of the mechanics. I do, of like,
0: I do like knowing it, but I don't know if it's I don't know any songs, and I did know a lot of songs when I was learning by ear. Hello, what are you doing?
1: Watch, watch those
0: lips and the paws, man. The claws come out. will not claw me. Uh, he won't th- claw my face. That How about that? He'll claw everything else. He goes for the hands, but he won't <laughs> go for my face. And then he licks it. You see, he goes away when I try and kiss him. He knows.
2: Oh God! Oh God! First
0: he oh, draws blood, and then he licks it. Oh help me! Oh God! Call the police! Call the police! Craig Oh God! He's got me! Oh Lord! He's bunny kicking. He doesn't use the claws on his back legs when he bunny kicks me. That's surprising. Yeah. So he know he he's playing with me. Mm. It's just it's not nice.
1: <laughs> you know one day, Mike, that cat is probably going to eat your face.
0: You're not big enough to eat me, are you? You're not too you're big enough. You wanna be.
1: It might take him a while,
0: but... <laughs> you can't eat me, but you can't you can't because you're small. You're SMO
2: Oh God, oh God oh,
1: There he goes. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no claws. Alright, uh do you have anything in stores this week?
0: Yeah. Rock Guides of Jackson, Tennessee. You do too.
1: Well, yeah, but that's only if you go to a store that shops with whatever. Diamond? Diamond.
0: Direct Market uh, Rock Guides is out this week. Uh, for everybody else, bookstores, it is July 4th or 5th. It's the week of our nation's birthday. Uh, other than that, I have. Uh, 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 Archie presents Camp Pickens next week. Oh. Uh, I have a Veronica story on that. Veronica versus a Camp Flasher. <laughs> uh, is your wrist bleeding? Uh, yes.
2: <laughs> um,
0: and so, and then uh, Hellboy is out in July as well.
1: So, just as a Thing I'm looking at the uh, comic book release schedule thing, mm-hmm. on, uh, you know the comic list thing, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't list Rock Gods for Dark Horse this week, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But just so people know, it is in
0: some stores here and there. No, it made already, like according for for direct market. It, I think it already came out. I think it may have been, like, last week. Oh, okay.
1: So I wouldn't see it this week. All right. Yeah. Well, Rock Gods of uh, Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, Team Battle Pug did that. Well, Team Grumble. No, not Team Grumble either. Uh, Parts of Team Grumble and Battle Pug.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's a super group. Yeah. Now there,
1: You're a little dick, Floyd. Um I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through yeah, you got some nicks and bruises there. Uh, I'm just I sorry, I'm scrolling and looking to see if there's what's in stores. Uh, uh, Void Rivals. What's that? I like the name.
0: Uh well, I could get into it with you. Uh I don't know a lot about it, but it is uh it is uh, Robert Kirkman's backdoor. <laughs> it's 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 Robert Kirkman's creator-owned comic, which is actually a backdoor uh, reboot of Transformers and GI Joe. Spoilers.
1: Is it really?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. Because it's he's probably got the GI Joe license now, right? Or has that been announced officially?
0: It has been, and. Okay. Uh, Um, uh, so yeah, there's going to be, I mean, the talent he's got is kind of interesting. So there's like a, I forget, like a Duke and a Cobra Commander book coming out. And I think Tom Riley's drawing one of them and he's great. Cool. Um, Josh Williamson's writing them and I think Daniel John, Daniel Warren Johnson's drawing the, the, Transformers, I think. So.
1: That's a good call. Yeah. He's good with meki stuff. Yeah, uh, manages to make Mech stuff look dynamic, which isn't always
0: easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he may. I mean, he doesn't do not dynamic. <laughs> I'm just saying, like for things. If, that are... any, if anything, it's hard. It, it's it's weird to say, but I mean, I, he he might be too dynamic. <laughs> You might, like, might want to chill and draw like a talking head every once in a while.
1: I'm just saying, like, you know, for machinery stuff, a lot of times it's, it's kind of hard to make it super exciting and not just sort of look stiff, you know? And he does a good job with stuff like that.
0: He, he's, uh, he's one of those guys that you look at and you're like, this is he's working on a different level than I was. And I, you know, I'm fine with it. It's just that, yeah, his brain works. Uh, he, he, he just operates at 11, whereas I have to ramp up to that.
1: Turn it up to 11.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, cool. I didn't actually see anything else that I either got intrigued by the name or worked on myself. At least not that. I can look in the next week. Do you think we'll actually
0: record next week? Uh, um, I mean, it'll be Julie's birthday on Wednesday or Tuesday. Oh, happy birthday, uh, Julie! Yeah, she's gonna be old as hell. Old as hell, damn! Uh, I know we got I I've got some stuff planned for her, but none of her presents came in, which kind of sucks. You still got a few days. Yeah. We're going to get her, I, I'm, I set up an appointment for a tattoo. She's getting a tattoo. She's one-on-one she's for a while. So.
1: Is it is that weird to set up a surprise tattoo appointment for somebody?
0: It's not <laughs> a surprise. I have, I mean, we can't have surprises anymore. Okay. Because, <laughs> <Like, clears throat> you know, the way that, you know, her schedule is like, I can't, like, say, you know, take this day off because then she knows. <laughs>
2: right, right.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, it's like... How would you surprise somebody with a tattoo? That seems like... I mean, you need a little preparation for that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. You mind to prepare your mind for the pain. The pain.
1: Oh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Anyway. All right, then. Well, we'll figure something out next week. I mean... Yeah. We've been kind of missing Wednesday, Wednesdays anyway. Um... All right, then. I guess uh, you can reach us at crankcast.com, crankcast.gmail.com, Mike's at IHateMike.com, which I think he's updating again.
2: Uh,
1: uh, I have a
0: mailing list that comes out.
1: Are so you, st- you can go there? I don't know. Do you still use Squarespace?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. They're buying Google domains. Interesting. Yeah, it's supposed to, by the end of this year, I think that's the deal's supposed to go through, or, or the transition's supposed to go through.
0: That's very interesting.
1: Yeah, because for renewals and stuff like that, Google was pretty stable <coughs> and cheap, and and I know Squarespace is going to raise prices.
0: I mean, Squarespace isn't that expensive to begin with.
1: Yeah, but domain names through Google are only like 12 bucks
0: mm.
1: for renewals and stuff, so I don't know. Anyway, uh, but yeah, Mike said I hate Mike.com, and there's Comics, or art, comic art, com, and, and uh, I don't know, just, you know, Marie's the name of his latest flame. That's what I'm saying.
2: Mm,
0: I, I'm still doubtful of this hit status. Uh, well, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean,
1: okay, it only got to number four. Yeah, number four on the Billboard Hot 100.
0: Then yeah. it shouldn't be on a number one's. It's going to be on an album called Number Ones.
1: I, yeah, I don't know why it is, but it was on the
0: it's Number Ones. Like Elvis had a lack of Number One hits.
1: It was on the Number Ones collection. I mean, it's it seems to be a popular tune among Elvis fans, but I don't know. I've always liked it.
0: Well, what do you know?
1: Uh, I'm surprisingly a large fan of Elvis.
0: Mm. that is surprising.
1: I mean, I, I actually really like Elvis. Hmm. And that's a weird thing because growing up, because I did like Elvis growing up and I listened to Elvis, and I just assumed everybody that, you know, was alive in the 50s and 60s just automatically loved Elvis.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's what it always seemed like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it, that's not actually the truth.
2: Mm.
1: But, uh, you know, I dig Elvis, man. He's been all right.
0: Sure. Sure. I didn't didn't appreciate him until I left Memphis.
1: I guess it'd probably get drilled in your head down there, wouldn't
0: it? A little bit. Yeah. Get a little sick of the guy.
1: Well, had some mighty big shoes to fill. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, hope everybody has a good weekend, and, you know,
2: we'll try to catch you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.